I had a buddy reach out to me uh, tonight. I was out on a jog and he, I got a text. I couldn't see what it was. It was an image. And he, uh, he texted me uh, a screenshot of a product on Amazon. And it was a little, it was an analog to digital converter. He needed to take a cassette tape and convert it from its analog form over to digital. And I imagine that this device, you know, it takes it from the RCA or the, the headphone jack does some kind of conversion in the little box in the middle and then goes out to the USB. Kind of a simple thing. It's like 13 bucks. Uh-huh, and he yeah. goes, hey, man, I'm kind of in a pinch. I I need to get this thing by Saturday, but it's not letting me uh, order it. And I could see on his screenshot that it said, okay, the price was like 13 bucks. Uh, and at the bottom in small writing, it said, orders over 25, um, get free shipping. And I thought, okay, maybe he doesn't have uh, Prime. I thought, that's fine. So I looked at it on mine. I, I found the product. And sure enough, it said by Thursday. And I thought, great. Hey, and so I said, hey man, I got an idea. I'll just order it on mine, and I'll have it shipped to you. And so I didn't get around to it till later tonight. I was still within that whole you know order within the next five six hours. Right, the next five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got on it on the on the desktop, and I put it in the cart and, and cleared everything else out. And I went to go ship it, and it said delivery by Monday. And I thought, what is going on? This is, I mean, that was really weird. So I said, I'll just go back onto my phone. And see, and I added it to the cart, and it said, um, and it said Thursday again. I thought, okay, that's what it is. So then I switched it to his address, and it went back to Monday. And I'm talking like we're over the hill. What? So Reseda, yeah, I was gonna say, where El, is like, he? Reseda. So like just like over the hill for us. Yeah. And um, and I thought that's so strange. And I imagine that maybe the UPS drivers and the, and USPS that listen to the pod, it's like yeah, they're going crazy, going, it's not that simple. Um, but I'm just thinking, why is it? Why would it take an extra four days to get there? Um, so what I ended up, what I ended up doing was, I, I, I just said, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to drive it over to you, because um, that's that's the only way that he was going to get it faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Jimmy Eat Pot. <laughs> so, hey, completely true story. I didn't make it up. <laughs> That was good. Thanks, man. I liked it. I liked it. Um, uh, did you happen to, uh, or can you quickly queue up our voicemails? Oh, boy. I can, uh, let me do that. I can go. As promised, we were going to empty the voicemail box, and we might as well start from the beginning. Let's even play the ones where we tested. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Let me see. I want to empty the mailbag so All we can right, start so back are from. any of these? So, basically... Yeah, 484-J-EAT-POD is our phone number, and uh, this is where you can call. We had set it up for fact-checking, but we realized that it's actually a really fun way for most people to... Maybe we'll re-record some new copy for it, but um, keep the music, obviously. Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> Yeah, it um, sounds odd. It's a nice way to check in, weigh in on a song, uh, thoughts, questions, quandaries, thoughts and prayers, <laughs> um, and... Uh, and so we realized that people had been calling and Justin and I get all excited like schoolgirls, and we're like, oh my God, did you listen to the voicemail? And then we never played them on the show. So uh, we put out a, uh, a call to action just this past week and uh, some people called in. So I figured we start at the beginning yeah, so we have, and work our we way have 12 forward. 12 total voicemails. Seven of them are ours. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't. Maybe we play the first of ours. Uh, okay, and then yeah, just that's fine. Give, all right, here because those are the fun ones where we were like, oh, it works. <laughs> okay, let's check it out. Let's see if this works. This is a test. Did you hear that? 
All right, that good, was good. very important. That was riveting. Yes. Okay, this is. Uh, do you have yes, one? I do. Oh, okay. Your podcast royally sucks. <laughs> that sounds like that's like the audio version of a GIF. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> your uh, your podcast royally sucks. Your podcast royally twelve sucks. kilobits per second. <laughs> uh, okay, this is our first real okay. one. So then this comes okay. two weeks later, uh, and we had set this all oh, up. What, so what, this do we have, have been, a date on yeah, it? October eighteen. So our first tests were. Whoa, that's the first day. Yeah. Wasn't it? No, that's yours. <laughs> It's again, it just says, hey, guys. Um, hey, you guys. Yeah. Dude, we're all over this thing. This is terrible. Okay, here it, here it is. <laughs> it's you. It's just yeah. me? Here we go. I'm just going to play it. Just giving it the car test. <laughs> <laughs> so we, It is the, all, the very important car test. Um, and then, all right, here's a good one. Uh, again, from me. But uh, this was after we checked our new voicemail that you had graciously set up so yeah the music does sound like shit not nearly as bad as i thought it was actually going to be um <laughs> however i did notice that i sound a lot like cookie monster by the end so um i don't know if we want to re-record it uh or if you're fine with it i'm fine with it but uh, it's not as bad as i thought it is incredibly low uh this would be probably a uh, startup businesses um hold music that that level of quality <laughs> We didn't upgrade to the platinum tier. All right. Anyway, um, go Jimmy Pod. It's, it's some great content, man. Later, guys. <laughs> Later, guys. Yeah, like it's real. Oh man, oh, what a goober! We finally have our first one. I've reached it. I've gone through the the pile of of twelve. It, the it's Frank. of <laughs> Frank, Frank D. D. All right, man. So this was December sixth, sixth, and he left a nice a minute minute long one. Nice. Only took a month and a half for somebody to finally call. Yeah. All right, Frank. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Frank. Uh, just wanted to hear your your message that you guys left for all your pod fans, and then also just wanted to say I started a a poll to rank damage songs. Um, not a survivor poll, but something that would be more accurate to how people felt about each song. Um, because a song like Recommit that people seem to either love or hate. Um, you know, it was it was out early, but it, I feel more people are in the middle about it, so it would rank somewhere in the middle instead of just being out first. So if you guys are interested in the poll, something you can use on your show, something you can, um, when you get to a song, you know, gauge people's, um, you know, feelings on it. Um, I did tweet you guys the poll. If you tweet it out, it'll get more hits. I'm going to post the results tonight. Um, on Reddit and on me, the uh, fan page, Jimmy Eat World Fans, um, that has like a couple hundred members on there as well. So um, let me know what you guys think. Thanks. Okay, so I, I got thrown off because he had said damage, but he meant surviving. The album was still new. Right. Um, but he ran a poll, uh, like uh, like an anti-poll or like a second poll to uh, the Reddit poll, right? Right. Um, which what for ranking surviving songs right and he was talking that's what he was regarding the survivor poll right pool yeah, yeah. so guys uh, i i understand that this poll was run in december get out there and vote <laughs> i'm sure it's not even <laughs> yeah like- <laughs> and then we did retweet this i'm pretty sure we did if he if he messaged definitely us, retweeted yeah. it yeah um uh, I think he messaged us. I think by the time the episode would have come out that he recorded that voicemail for the poll would have been done. yeah yeah, it was only a few days that he had had it. So anyway, yes, that is a good point, though. Um, uh, 
we should rec- we should how we usually will say oh it, it lasted this long in survivor and oh it did this well on chorus uh we should reference his uh his uh ranking poll so we'll have to bookmark that yes uh and i also want to remark about how um the transcription how how well this thing transcribes our uh, voicemails oh <laughs> just wanted to hear your message that you guys left for all your pots and pans so to all of our pots and pans out there you know. All right, pots and pans. Colin totally said for J podcast Pod. fans, but apparently podcast fans doesn't exist in the Google verse, and they just said pots and pans. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, then it's another one from you. Um, oh, it's actually. It's, let me see what this one says. Oh, let me check this one. I don't know if this this has to be someone else. It's, I don't. No, it's yours, dude. I swear. You were excited. You just wanted to check. Doesn't it show the numbers? Yes, it does. But I am. I don't have your number saved, so I'm, I'm seeing 310. Oh, I'm thinking it's downtown. No, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yep, it does. So makes me feel even worse here. Okay. I almost just told you my phone number. Like, if it's I know, and- right? <laughs> well, luckily, we have control over the pod content. Okay. That's the right. next one is December 13th uh, from, and this is from Mark. And uh, let, let's listen to his. Hey, guys. This is Mark calling from the Pacific Coast. Canada, just listening to your last Christmas episode, and you guys mentioned Ken Andrews as one of the recording engineers or producers for the last Christmas EP. He's produced Integrity Blues, not produced, sorry, mixed Integrity Blues and Surviving. You guys need to check out Failure. Um, I think it's his main band, but check out Fantastic Planet. It's an album, I believe, from 97 or 98, especially the song Another Space Song. It's out of this world. Thanks, guys. Love what you do. Now Aww. we, look, yeah, very nice. We did listen to that, right? Did he share that? Uh, did he tweet that to us? It's got the little guy like hand drawn in the spacesuit, right? Uh, you might have looked it up. I remember him leaving this voicemail, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to listen to that." I did not listen to that, but we should. Um, but also, tis the season <laughs> with the last Christmas, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, in this March, <laughs> it's a fill. Yeah, it was Fantastic Planet failure. I definitely. Uh, Fantastic Planet is the name of the song or the see. band. Uh, is failure the Fantastic sounds Planet like a is the album, band yes. and then Failure is is the band. Yep, it's definitely the dude um, with the little shooter gun. That's it. Cool. Ooh yeah, from 1996. So this is sampled from something. Ooh, dissonant. It sounds like the end of that one Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, yeah, with the, the, the distorted piano tone. Yeah. Let's see if it goes into it. That's a, that's a long song. Well, check it out. So that's Failure. Uh, that was tight. In uh, I'm going to turn this into a Disney Parks uh, podcast again. Um, in Have you been to New Fantasyland lately? I have not, since they've converted it. No. Okay, so so they uh, they built... There used to be Carnation Plaza, and it was like a little tent where they do dancing and stuff like that. Well, they built more Tomorrowland there. There's a princess meet and greet. There is a photo op area, and they they kind of made the stage more uh, uh, fleshed out. In there is a little music box that you can turn, and if you don't turn it long enough or uh, if you start turning it too fast or too slow, it makes that little sound. So that's what that reminded me of. What sound? That, uh, if you listen, um, oh, it that. sounds like a, gotcha. a a music box turning. Yeah, so it makes that little. Uh, if you're walking into that land, it's on on the left, right? Okay. Yes. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I got I got to visit again. I haven't been. Okay. What do we got up next? Benjamin Foot. Okay. Ben, ben Foot. Foot. All right, here we go. Uh, let's listen to Ben's message. Hey guys, big fan of the pod. Um, I I tweeted at you, and you retweeted me this number, and so I called it. Not really sure what it was. Of course. <laughs> and I was like, oh shoot, but um, I don't know if I have a correction. But there, I did have one comment on the on the latest episode with uh, with Aaliyah. But she uh, she just mentioned at one point that she um, wasn't aware that Tom wrote songs, and I was like, I thought that she was introduced to Jimmy World through Invented. And there's a Tom song on there. And so anyway, I just thought that that was kind of uh, I was I was like yelling at the uh, at my uh, at my computer screen, like actually he's an audience, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, really love the pod. Really enjoying it. Um, when my wife asked me what I was listening to, and I described it, she was like, "That's that was made for you." And why haven't why didn't you do it first? Um, and I don't have an answer for that, but I'm glad that someone did it. And uh, you've got one of faithful listeners here. So big fan, keep it up, and party on. Ben Foote, man, love it. Party yes. on. Absolutely. Um, um, well, that was cool. Um, uh, yeah, so that was episode uh, 17 uh, for the song 17 with Alia Chowdhury. And, uh, yeah, you know, I did think the same thing because she was like, oh, yeah, I love Invented, and that was the first one. And, uh, yeah, there is a Tom song on there. But uh, uh, it, what's funny is I think Action Needs an Audience is, like, one of – every time they do a surviving or something, it's always, like, the first song that gets eliminated. Like, I feel like everyone doesn't like that song, and I think that song's it good. It is good. And it, it was a while before uh, – I can't remember the the previous Tom song um, that I had heard before that one. But, I mean, it was kind of a – it threw me for a loop the first – Probably Blister – that's my so long that's like ago. A top five for me. Yeah, but. Clarity. Jeez. Yeah. Um, okay. So the most recent one we have is from three, two days ago. I didn't even listen me to neither. it. Me neither. Here we so. go. We're going to listen to this live on the pod. And it's Frank, by the way. A different Frank. Frank D? I don't know. All right. I, we'll find out. Bookmarking is this, it. Oh, okay. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Um, yep. Here we go. Hey, guys. This is Frank from Tampa. Uh, Jimmy World's number one fan, even though in a praise chorus, I thought the lines of the song was, stick around, a shelter won't let you down. And after reading the lyrics recently, after listening to your pod, I found out that it's stick around, nostalgia won't let you down. So, um, but still, number one fan. And secondly, wanted to say, maybe you guys could release um, or type up some transcripts to the Davey Von Bolin interview. It was I mean, you can understand it, but some parts were a little a little hard to hear. Um, and I also didn't know that anybody other than Jim was singing on that song. So uh, thanks for the new info and party on, dudes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Ugh, I'm so bummed about how the audio on the Davey Von Bolin interview sounded. But I did want to thank him again for coming on. Absolutely. It was very exciting. Uh, yeah, we should. Uh, I. You know, we send stuff out to transcript at work all the time. Maybe I will send the audio for that interview yeah, and see if I can get it transcribed. Awesome. That'd be uh, cheaper than Fiverr. Yeah, right? maybe there would be here. a place we could. Oh, yeah, Fiverr. That's clever. Yeah. I should do that. Um, and then there's a couple housekeeping things I had before we jump into Get It Faster, if uh, if you had a sec. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah. One thing I did not ask you is uh, I'm using for I, I I'm set up in a different area of my house. And my power cable to my Mac would not reach the power strip, and I didn't feel like going upstairs to bug 
my family that's sleeping. So I'm only on my Windows machine, but that means that I'm going to have to use Hangouts to text you things. Um, if I uh, send you something via Hangouts, are you going to be able to uh, get those links? Um, I will put that in front. So I'll move that in front of All my right, messages cool. app. Okay, so um, we didn't talk about the Praise Chorus music video, which is uh, mostly just, it actually is 100% just footage from the, uh, so I guess you don't have to play it, but it's just footage from the Believe in What You Want DVD, which uh, we're going to be mining for content uh, going forward. Um, And in this episode, I have a clip from it, but um, uh, I felt like I was like, I I did get drunk on that episode. (laughs) So um, I actually have three beverages tonight, only one of which is a 12 ounce can of beer. So (laughs) this episode will be much more focused, although I feel like the final product last week came out pretty well. uh, pretty focused. So uh, the other thing I didn't mention, and only because this guy is going to be on the pod soon, have you heard of Sparrow Sleeps? Um, I am excited to have him on the pod, and yes, uh, mainly because I, I had said, uh, I think it, I would had played the Weezer uh, Lullaby album, and then once that ended, got it, cool. came on. I was very excited, yeah. yeah. Um, so I did feel like I wanted to play like uh, a little bit of the... Um, the Sparrow Sleeps version of a praise chorus. Although I'm trying to send it to you, and for some reason I'm in like the pop out window uh-huh. of Hangouts, and it won't send when I hit send. Every time I hit enter, it just does a carriage return. This is good content. Why? Do they have? Do you know which huh. album it's on? Oh my gosh, I love their album art. Uh, it's uh called Chase This Nightlight. Oh, it is on that one. That's one of yeah. their earlier ones, right? Yes, so it's yeah, so it's on uh I think I linked to a Spotify link of it though. Yes. Um but it's not on Apple Music and I own it. I actually bought it 2 years before we even had a kid. Um and I think it was the first I think that album was the first uh Sparrow Sleeps content I had purchased. And then I think I bought Boo Branch too, which I think also came out before Wesley was born. Which track were you looking to hear? Uh, a praise chorus, just so... Uh, gotcha. Here, I'll play some of it. Yeah. into a nursery you know to pick up your kid and this is what they have playing <laughs> oh yeah man the kids are so unaware at that age but it's good stuff yeah that's really good man so he's gonna they're gonna be on is it just one of them or both in my head it's just one dude but I don't know. I, I searched for Sparrow I'm Sleeps to find out. two guys on the cover it was whoever posted the Jimmy World subreddit recently okay um I DM them and uh, set it up. Excellent. So yeah, pr- pretty soon, eventually we'll have someone from there. Uh, so I just sent you a link, but actually, did you see whose video that is? Let's see. I have not yet. I didn't want to. Oh, yes. 
Chattawario wrote back. So remember last week I wrote, uh, Te amo, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and uh, he wrote back, Gracias, hermano. Atento a los nuevos videos que está... Basically, he said, thanks, brother. Watch out for the new videos that premiere every Sunday. Greetings from Peru. Um, and he hearted our uh, comment That's from the awesome. podcast. So. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a way to end it, huh? Yeah. And then uh, something that I'm going to be referencing probably every episode going forward is this guy, Jake T. O'Donnell. Um, maybe you don't know him by name, but he has a, uh, like a music blog and he wrote a two part blog series late last year, uh, right before surviving came out, um, called, uh, sing me something that I know the top 100 Jimmy eat world songs. Did you see these articles? So this dude painstakingly ranked his top 100 Jimmy world songs, um, and wrote a little blurb about each one. And I was like, oh, I should, I'll bet a praise chorus is on there. And sure enough, because it's called Sing Me Something That I Know, I was like, oh, I definitely should have read this. But again, I was drunk and I did no research. Um, so I'll read his little blurb about a praise chorus. For all the years that I've seen Jimmy Eat World Live, only one thing has been cons- uh, has been constant. They play a praise chorus within the first three songs of every show, and that's with good reason. It's such a kick-ass, energetic mover, driven by an otherworldly Zach drumming performance, power chords galore, Jim's hair-on-fire vocals, and hell, even Rick has a chance to shine <laughs> on this one. A praise chorus has just an absurd number of touchstones that make it such a key part of their history. Jim's pre-chorus Stutters, which we talk about. Gosh, <laughs> not easy. Um, the promise, the promise rings. Davy Von Bolin showing up to sing the lyrics to Crimson and Clover, while Jim interpolates "Our House" almost like a rap. Followed by Von Bolin getting his own shout out in the last chorus. Come on, Davy, sing me something that I know. And general lyrics with a feeling of picking yourself up and believing in yourself that would be uh, repeated on the next song on Bleed American, which happens to be the next Bleed American song on the list, uh, which we won't get to for a long, long yeah. time. Um, a praise chorus kicks a significant amount of ass and it's one of the songs I always look forward to rocking out every time I see them and it never disappoints um anyway Jake T. O'Donnell I actually I think we should probably have him on the pod at some point but um uh I love that he's written blurbs that long for every song it's great every song Um, so a hundred of those a hundred little sonnets so I was like oh I could read through the entire article or since we're talking about every Jimmy World song I'll just read it for every song that we do um (laughs) Uh, and I'll just make it part of my research. So I bookmarked him. He's in my little research tab that I open up every time uh, it's time to do a new episode. So, um, uh, Excellent. Another thing, this is, oh, you may not be able to, do you follow Amy Atkins on Instagram? She's private, but she'll accept um, people. No. She accepted our pod account, though, right? Correct. So uh, I saw, Are you happen? do you happen to be logged in to the pod account? Uh, on my phone, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, maybe it's not a big deal. Um, I'll click on this. Uh, oh, maybe this, this post is public or yeah. Or, uh, okay. I see why. Okay. So Amy Atkins posted a picture of Jim, uh, with an acoustic guitar singing for a girl in a wheelchair. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. And he's like in front of a mural of like a big crowd and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. So here's what Amy Atkins, this is just like, this has nothing to do with the praise chorus. This is more about uh, just 
cool things that have happened in Jimmy World Land this week. Um, struggling with the words to describe my emotions around this entire thing, there is a car accident. Lives were changed in an instant. This is Ari. She can teach you a lot about surviving trauma, gratitude, choosing joy. She is anxious about the future, but she's living in this moment, and she has the smiles to prove it. Music is therapy, and yesterday I got to play a small part in something big. This sweet family's journey is only just beginning, and they need our continued support, but I am so moved and inspired by the progress so far. Keep your chin up, Ari. Your smile's probably always been and always will be one of the most beautiful, one of your most beautiful features. Uh, find a link to her GoFundMe page on her dad's IG, which is at ZeroPrince1. Uh, the financial costs of surviving this are astronomical, hashtag community. So I thought it was cool that Jim went out and did this, uh, what seems to be like a private show for her and uh, her family and friends. And there's even a little video attached to this with Jim playing Girls Just Want to Have Fun and then a little picture of her with him. Yeah, uh, I'm scrolling through it now. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Play a little bit of Jim playing Girls Just Want to Have Fun. I don't even know if we're going to do an episode on that song you said or not. This Maybe is, we will. This We've is done public, other covers. Right? <clears throat> uh, I, it must be. I thought she was private, but yeah. Well, let's see. No, nah, it doesn't say it's available. Uh, let's see. I can do this. Here, I'll pick up the mic. Hold on. Anyway, I thought that man, was really cool. He's got such a beautiful voice, and that's a noble thing. What a dude, yeah. man. So anyway, um, I have other philanthropy. Not philanthropy? That sounds bad. <laughs> uh, I have other uh, ideas going forward with the pod and giving back to things, uh, including Rosie's house and stuff like that. So uh, stay tuned for stuff like that. But uh, And finally, uh, the notes about 23 reference about how Bleed American was recorded. So I'll send you this link. I'll share it with you. Um, it's from when we scanned in all the album art, uh-huh. and uh, this talks about since we we're digging into Bleed American, I think it uh, I think it applies here in terms of uh, relevancy. Um, in the notes for the song Twenty Three, because I'm doing some research for a future episode. Gosh, I wonder which episode <laughs> it'll be. Um, it says the songs for Bleed American slash self titled were very direct in. Oh, geez. I'm on a PC. Is it easier for you to see? Are you doing sideways? <laughs> it is sideways, but on the Mac, it was much easier to navigate. Oh, well, I'm around. on a Mac, and it's still sideways. Let me open this in. Oh, it's sideways, yeah. But anyway, I, I thought we would talk a little bit about um, okay how Bleed American, just gen, general Bleed American uh, trivia. All right, let me find this. So um, I'm looking for Bleed American. Which, which one am I looking for? Uh. 23. There it is. is. The notes for 23. 23. The songs for Bleed American, self-titled, were very direct in presentation. Partly this was due to our limited budget and time. Partly it was a creative decision to make the most concise and simple tunes we could. Simplifying them seemed like an academic challenge, like a puzzle. Find the best and shortest route to present the fullest and most effective song. This creative direction was the response to the material on our Clarity album. There, we let things be looser and more atmospheric. 23 was trying to use both approaches in the same song. This is the best example of where we were coming from working on the songs for Futures. That was basically them talking about not overthinking Mm. things on Bleed American. Really just, because we sort of touched on that, but like I didn't have anything to reference in terms of like um, uh, 
something from the band. So I was looking through the Futures album art and I was like, oh, this is a good little blurb. Good find, man. Yeah. I'm starting like all these little like notes documents for every song now. So, so and do we like, have uh, do we have a little uh, place where, where those uh, the notes are uploaded to? Yeah, it's all on the Google yeah, Drive. And I love that. We have, we've had some people that have inquired about certain um, certain items, um, some hard to find. And uh, if they yeah. ask nice enough. If only know. in the future <laughs> there's a place where we could put our show notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, so finally, here we are. Get it faster from Bleed American. Ladies and gentlemen, the eighth of 11 tracks produced by Mark Trombino. Justin, what do you got? Uh, what do I got? Um, well, I always take my little stop at uh, at song meetings. I was I was interested in, to see um, for the songs that seem a little obvious in where they're where they're going or what they're trying to say. Um, I'm always interested to see what uh, what the comments are on this. And uh, I wrote some, I wrote down some of my favorites. I'm interested to see what some of yours. <laughs> Unfortunately, are. I read the comments before I actually looked. There's so many. Yeah, before I went back and re really reread uh, the lyrics, you know, line by line. Um, so th- the one option uh, that this song could represent would be that this guy's, uh, and I'm going to say this is from uh, X Pank Frist. Um, and they just say this guy's girlfriend cheats on him and generally che- cheats him like shit. So he's decided that he's had enough and that he's going to go out and enjoy himself and do whatever he wants without her. Uh, basically, he's showing her that he can cheat on her too. Kick ass song. It is a kick ass. Yeah, song. I don't know. Um, I think that's a little too. It seems a little too obvious, but I couldn't really figure out another approach to this. Um, Nick one says this song just makes me want to cheat, <laughs> which was one of the comments that I wrote. It was always also like right there on the nose. Lots of them seem to follow that idea. Right. But you know, in my, in my assessment, I, I kind of went with the same thing. It just seems like the way that it's being repeated over and over, you could look at it and just say in general, you know, cheating gets it faster, but I think that's even further toward the, uh, like the easy t- takeaway from this track is that, um, yeah, clearly cheating takes it faster, but if you're looking at the way that this song sounds, how it starts off with that sort of that long drawn out um that, that slow building introduction, which I want to talk about in a moment. Um uh, and then uh-huh. it just goes into Jim when it comes to a head and you can hear that uh that reverse that yep. Oh, I meant to take this track and reverse it so we could hear those parts. I'll do it for the video for Instagram. That was uh, that's what I wanted to do. I was like, oh, we should hear what that stuff sounds like forward. Right. Well, I have questions um, for you about that whole intro. Um, there's just a couple of uh, specific things that I wanted to mention, but it gets into him when he when Jim says, "I don't care what you do. Um, I'm getting out. No, nothing ever shames me. Don't want a thing from you. I'm going out. I don't care if you're angry." And then it drops into the the ahahas. <laughs> Yes. And the, all the full band comes in, uh, you know, the drums, bass, guitar, full full guitar. There's no more palm muting. Uh, and then they just dive right in. So I just it seems to me like a song where somebody's trying to get this off of their chest. And that's the moment when they decide just to say, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go cheat. Right. Even if it's yeah. figurative cheating on something or if it's literally with some other, you know, some other person. Right. Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah, at this point, he wasn't really getting a, a handle on his drinking, so maybe he went out drinking. Yeah, and uh, 
there was one line. Where did I remark it with? Like cheating in this could be like, oh, I'm I'm uh, sober now, but a cheat would be I went out and had a drink. Right. So in verse right? two, let me see what, what you think about this one. So I should have thought things through. I'm holding out, but not getting an answer. I want to do right by you. I'm finding out cheating gets it faster. I don't know, man. I'm bad with the lyrics. I, I, I They all sound cool. Yeah. But I don't. My thought is that he jumped in. It sounds like he through. jumped into something that maybe at the time seemed really worth uh, pursuing, and he didn't really um, check out this girl's <laughs> credentials. And she turned out to be either a dud or she had cheated on him or, or had that mentality or whatever. I don't know if this is from the what female. What is the it here, do you think? Um, Gets what faster? Um, I think what he, and, and that's another comment that someone had mentioned down in the song meetings was that it's, it sounds kind of like, uh, um, relieving yourself. If you can, if you could, <laughs> you know what I mean? In, in so many words. Sure. And, uh, that's what they need to get is they want to reach that point. It's like, I can't, I can't get lucky with this girl. That's what I need. I am just, I'm dying here. And maybe that's what it could be. And cheating gets it faster. Um, I don't know. That one seems a little too far-fetched for me. I want to do right by you. I'm finding out cheating. So, like, I want to uh, – so I'm holding out but not getting an answer. So maybe he wants to sleep with this yeah. person, and he's trying to uh, be, like, uh, I guess celibate. Like, he's yeah. trying – not celibate, but he's trying to remain faithful. And uh, – but he also wants to do it. Yeah. And he's finding out that, um, you know what, it's he's tired of waiting and cheating gets it faster. Yeah. Like, maybe he wants to be respectful. He does not want to force her into something he doesn't want to do, but he also wants to get off. Yeah. Um, maybe. There's a lot. If you look I at the lyrics. I don't like seeing Jim in that light, though. I know, right? <laughs> um, but when you look at, if you just just browse the lyrics, all you see a lot of don't, getting out, don't want, holding out. Finding out. It's yeah. just a lot of this. It just seems like the song is a realization. Maybe it's about uh, uh, tantric sex. Ah, could be. And I just have to hold out. I'm trying to. I, we're on hour eight. <laughs> um, I need to call Sting <laughs> and see what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's really not much more to it than that. It's a lot of getting out, going out. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't think I wrote this comment down, but the ahahas sound like he's laughing, like uh, he's getting pleasure from, uh, you know, pleasure, I guess. So. Yeah, or he's gone um, crazy, and that's that's the <laughs> yeah, and that's the point when he's just like, I can't deal with this anymore. I've got to just get out and do my yeah. thing. Let's dig into a couple. I I dug into a couple more of the comments there. I looked at. I was like, what's the latest comment? Uh, I linked to it, but I'm too lazy. It was, it was whatever the latest right. one is on it. Um, he wants to know uh, is from Hot Minx. Um, he wants to know where they stand. He's asking her, but not uh, getting an answer. Okay, we get that. Um, uh, he wants to be with her and do right by her, but she won't commit. He's tired of waiting for her to decide, so cheating on her gets him the answer faster, presumably because she'll break up with him. Decision made. You snooze, you lose. I think that's a better um, overall interpretation. It's very similar to the top one, you know, and then the fact that it's it's two people yeah. that want, well, somebody's cheating in this, Um but this one's better because it sounds like he's trying to do right and ask her properly, but he's not going to get what he wants that way. Right. True. So hot True. minks, I would say that uh, that's pretty spot on. And that was only a couple months ago. 
Yeah. And then I had this one that I wrote because they wrote Occam's Razor, which I uh, I was like, okay, that's cool. I like that. And uh, they also said Entron, Entendre-esque. So this is Original Andy. Cheating gets it faster is double Entendre-esque in my interpretation in that, yes, it could be technically just lo- uh, looking elsewhere. But moreover, it's sort of the philosophy of why do the har- why do it the hard way, not too disparately from Bright Eye's line. I'd rather be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery, i.e. struggling. Holding out for something ephemerally wonderful doesn't always pay out. I may be overthinking it, but I like the line in that way. The idea that there's not always merit in toil. Sometimes cheating gets it faster. Letting go. Occam's razor. I couldn't follow that man, but it sounded like they knew what they were talking. It about. It sounds like so a lot of big words. I had to in give there. it to him. Um, now, yeah, Occam, man, Occam's razor is that the uh, is that the equivalent of um, saying that the most likely answer is uh, probably the true answer? I don't know. Four eight four J eat pod. If you're a philosopher and want to, yeah, I didn't. Uh, oh. We need to get. I'm gonna we let, need to consult I'm gonna let so someone else call in with that one because I think someone or, else can. Uh, Sigmund Freud. Yeah, I'm, I might be thinking of a different uh, a different um, a term, but anyway, p- please call in with the answer because I'm not going to look it up right yeah. now. I want to let someone else do that. Schrodinger's cat. I could throw out <laughs> things in there too. I can you? Uh, isn't there like there's more than one way to skin a cat? So do you think uh, Schrodinger skins his cat with Occam's razor? Oh, mm. are you on the four eight four J eat pod the Reddit pun subreddit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, fuck! I should see if anybody's ever thought of that before. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't want to have um, an analysis for this one. I think uh, d- that it's a variation. Let's say it's right in the middle, and that's going to be hot. Minx is going to be my answer as far as as where my um, where my standing is on this on this track. Yeah, I think somebody's cheating, right? Or at least going to cheat. They are. They, this is right. their time when they're saying, "I'm done. I'm gonna go do this." Yeah, I didn't write it down, but someone somewhere was like, "Oh, is, is this song about the band's frustration with Capitol Records?" And I was like, "Oh, I kind of I like that interpretation." But then I'm like, "Well, what? Did the record label cheat on them, or did they cheat on the record label? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't hold water." But I like that idea. Yeah, <laughs> thinking outside of this, uh, the um, Pandora's box. Yeah, right? you don't want to. Yeah. Just kidding. That's not how. How that do you works. get outside the surface level? <laughs> You know, this was um, this track was actually one of the first handful of songs that I learned on guitar. Um, I want to say Whoa. it was this and um, oh, what is that Bon Jovi song that everyone learns with the bendy? Uh, it starts with the harmonics. <laughs> it's the cowboy uh, tune, bon man. Bon Jovi. I don't know. Oh, I don't know a ton of which it's one. The cowboy tune. Jump? No, no, no. <laughs> Dude. I don't know the man's catalog. Uh, I want to hear it now. Oh, okay, fine. I, okay, I can't believe bon I, I can't cowboy, believe I missed this. It. You're gonna know this one. I can't believe I missed this. How did I not know the cowboy one? People are screaming at me right now. All right, here we go. Frank D is gonna call with an angry voicemail. Listen to the intro, man. There's a snake rattle. <laughs> Come on, David. I love this harpsichord. <laughs> this is Richie Sambora playing the, uh, probably a 12-string up, up high on the neck. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. 
There's the bendies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I do think I know this. Yeah. Uh, is this Dead or yes. Alive? Okay. Right. I see. Yeah. I can't believe I couldn't think of it. I could, you know, the cowboy tune. It was that song. Won't <laughs> it was that song in this one. Uh, but imagine, okay, I can imagine playing Wanted Dead or Alive on acoustic guitar. It The whole intro is acoustic guitar. But uh, when I was learning guitar, this this album was on heavy rotation. Uh, and I loved how hard this got at that at the interlude toward the end, right? And I, I thought that there's no way that one person can play this, but I look at the tablature and I saw, oh, you know what? Someone's got to play this. It's in drop D, but you got to play, you got to hit the top note, which is a jing jing, and then hit the, the high note on right. the E and the B. And I, I was just trying to play it so hard. I got something that sounded okay, but it. imagine trying <laughs> to rock hard on a nylon string guitar you know <laughs> you know in fact this this is exactly the scene that came to mind when i was thinking of it this afternoon see if you can pick you this totally up did it dude i totally possessed my dad <laughs> <laughs> i love the jazz right. guitar when he brings it in there <laughs> yeah yeah that was me playing uh, get it faster on my nylon string though not my jazz but <laughs> <laughs> yeah man rock it <laughs> It's totally persistent. Everyone's in those YouTube videos where it's like um uh playing uh like heavy metal without distortion. Yeah. <laughs> those are so good. And the guy that does it on the little kid guitar too. <laughs> like he plays it on yeah. a little uh, Hello Kitty. Yeah, oh yeah, man. Does it have the built-in speaker? Oh yeah, yeah, those are sick. <laughs> you know, I, let me take this um, you know, I had mentioned that I wanted to talk about the the introduction to this song. So, did you listen to the introduction to um to get it faster very closely uh i think so i listened to it a bunch yeah so uh, one thing that i I didn't like about this track was it well maybe this is something that that i could tell i was listening to it was when you come off of if you don't don't which has it it tapers off at the end of that it's got the um it's got the fade out at the end it almost seemed like if i wasn't listening listening closely enough that either my cd player had stopped or the something was broken because the for almost a minute, if you're not listening closely enough and you don't hear like you were just making the noise, that boom, 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 it's boom. so quiet. Yeah, it is. I mean, I guess it's it's necessary because they're building to that introduction when Jim starts um, talking. But here, this is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, the big suck back. What is this yeah. first sound that you hear? So I can definitely hear the guitar in the um, background, but what do you think that that first sound is? Because I have my i've I've heard it before. Um, it sounds like we we've talked about this on the pod before. It sounds like a, like a suspension bridge. Yes, like when you like whack. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Like remember at CSUN, there was a parking structure and it had those big wires that were in place of like a barrier. Yeah, and like. If you pulled it tighter, one of them snapped. It would sound like that. But also, what that sort of sounds like, I feel like I've made a guitar make that sound before on accident, like by plugging it in or um, definitely, yep, something. Yeah, and it's like when it when you put the the quarter inch cable in for a brief moment, right. it, it it sounds like um, spring reverb. That gets yeah. It's probably like it probably depends on like your pickup, like the type of. Uh, uh, pickup you have in your guitar like maybe like i don't know anything about this stuff but maybe a single coil does that but not a 
is there a double coil or well i think that would I feel be like a these are terms that people yeah. use okay there's these are terms that people <laughs> use and i hear like <laughs> yeah i think that's really good um i thought it was actually a china symbol like that was super distorted and they oh that could be like a warbly china right yeah. but then i looked back at zach's gear and while he does play zildjian symbols he doesn't have um he doesn't play with any kind of china symbols that i could see he just has uh, yeah. And listen to this. So I, I looked up the Zildjian S family symbols. Check this out. So this is an eight inch China splash. So China is the one that's like an upside down funky looking, yeah. right? So when you play yeah. it, that one, it sounds like this. This is a full size China symbol. You know, very, I don't know, resonant, yeah. long. This one, however, is a China crash. I love these, man. Here we go. <laughs> Does that not sound like a play? <laughs> that's like a China splash. Yeah, that's that great. is. That's the China splash. It's an eight-inch. Oh, China okay. Splash, I thought you said China crash. Isn't that, so, yeah. Does that not sound like a little Tykes? <laughs> it could easily be. Yeah, totally. A little yeah, Tykes yeah, yeah, brand. Totally. <laughs> Did you see that thing I posted to Instagram? I tagged the main, and it's Wes playing in my parents' yes. backyard. Um, slip the noose, which he calls uh, breaking down, because uh, they say breaking down in the song. Um. <laughs> But I was, I, I prefer him call it breaking down then. Hey, dad, play right. slip the noose. <laughs> but yeah, it totally would be the symbol on that little drum kit that he has, which is called my first metal drum kit. And I'm like, well, it is actually made of metal, but I love that. Like it, whoever designed this. They, they thought, oh yeah, definitely. that works on two levels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what color was it? Was it bright, was it bright blue? It. or? Yeah, it's, it's a blue yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he should definitely get a China Splash on that kit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. What else do I have about this? Oh, I have something that I should have brought up in uh, the show notes or the, the housekeeping. Um, another Bleed American thing, if I'm just tying it back into Blink-182. Um, Ryan Caldwell from uh, the Firestarter episode, uh sent this to me and somebody had digitized a blink in uh this is uh um in the dude ranch era uh talking to matt pinfield on 120 minutes about hiring jerry finn uh for uh the producer role of dude ranch and why they hired jerry finn and or jerry finn mark trombino i'm so sorry mark trombino why they hired mark trombino um and uh, it applies to the podcast, so it's Blink-182, it's Jimmy World. I thought we could listen to it a little bit. Him, we actually chose him through one of our favorite bands at the time. Uh, they're called Jimmy World out of Arizona, and this emo band is just amazing. And people might know Mark Trombino from Drive Like Jehu, which is one of the classic emo bands of all time. Yeah. And uh, so he had a lot of uh, great, great reputation. So we chose him, and it just turned out great. We thought it was. Yeah. Jimmy at World, people are really, uh, just, just been good press on them lately, and people are pretty excited about them. That's a great record. It's yeah. just, it's awesome. We, 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 that's like a band that we kind of want to give props to while we can, because we don't really feel they got enough recognition for, they're like geniuses. So. Yeah. So that's the thing you mean. Are you talking about Jehu, or are you talking about Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy. Jehu's yeah. the same way, but, yeah. but for our taste, we're more into the Jimmy at World. Right, the emo core thing, and yeah, that's great. Well, excellent. We'll be back with Blink-182 in just a bit. Until then, check out the top 10 singles and alternative music this week. <laughs> Which is a eclectic mix of songs. Do you remember that VJ's name? And also name? backed by... What? 
Uh, that's Matt that's Pinfield. It, Matt Pinfield. Did you mention that? Oh, Matt Pinfield's the best. That's it. His voice so yeah. distinct. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, Jimmy World. Lots of good press on them. Um, uh, but it's cool because I was listening to uh, Tom Mullen's uh, podcast with Mark Trombino, uh, Washed Up Emo, uh, and it was recorded a couple years ago. Um, but Mark talks about when he met Blink. They were walking through Big Fish Studios in San Diego with the producer that they were going to do uh, Dude Ranch with. And Mark was there and he was like, fuck, these guys have sold more records than like all of the records I've ever produced combined. <laughs> I would love to work with them. And he was in the studio at Big Fish working with Fluff, and uh, which is a San Diego punk band. And the guitarist of Fluff used to produce Blink. He produced Cheshire Cat and Buddha demo, I believe. His name's O. And he was in Fluff. So he was like, oh, I'll introduce you to the guys. And that was how they all got met, met up because they were like, oh, wait, you're Mark Trombino. You worked with Jimmy World. We want to work with you. And Mark was like super like, <laughs> like nervous to do the record because these guys, he's like, these guys could write a fucking song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they made a good point. Did he say they were geniuses? Uh, Mark Trombino did say that they were pretty genius in terms of songwriting ability. Yeah, uh, and and it shows. I mean, with how how long they've lasted. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's like on Dude Ranch. I didn't really do much. Like they wrote all the songs. I basically just recorded it. Like, <laughs> um, now uh, but, uh, that takes me over. Did were they? They were part of writing in bands with boys, right? Uh, Jimmy World was. Yeah, well, it wasn't um, and, and Blink One Eighty Two, right? Correct, correct. Yeah, so Blink-182 had uh, the Urethra Chronicles, which is how I discovered Jimmy Eat World, because they do, like, it's like a band bio skate video thing, and Tom and that is like, oh, I really like, like, listen to Propagandi and Jimmy Eat World, like, I love Jimmy Eat World and Tribe Called Quest and all this stuff, and uh, so I was like, oh, Jimmy Eat World, um, and uh, then they did, uh, they basically from that video, and it was so popular, they started an entertainment company called Resting Bird Entertainment, which was part of... They're, they had a big conglomerate called Really Likeable People, which owned Atticus and later their shoe company, Macbeth. And uh, they started this video magazine company called Resting Bird, where they were doing like uh, a music video compilation documentary thing. It was like a music magazine. They only did two DVDs of that. But Resting Bird also produced Riding in Vans with Boys, which is a documentary about the band Cut You Up that Blink-22 brought onto the Pop Disaster Tour with Green Day and Jimmy Eat World. And later, who replaced Jimmy World on that tour? Was it Saves the Day? They replaced? I thought they just left when they went on their tour and they didn't fill that spot, but... They did fill the spot, but I don't remember. Yeah, because I never watched this entire film. Because I saw Jimmy World at that tour. (laughs) Yeah, it does. I wonder if it says it in the... uh, Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, wow, everything Um, you said is in there. Okay, um, (laughs) yeah, so this song, uh, it it shows up in Writing Writing in Vans with Boys. Uh, You linked it... Uh, linked me to it. It's in the second half, right in the beginning. And yeah, do you need the link again? Or no. you have it? So I've got that. Let me click on. Let me click on this. I think this is going to be the link here. So uh, when we were invited to do the tour, we had already had a European tour lined up, so we were only able to do half of the tour. So we had to leave early. Hey, Jimmy World, do you want to hang out on the funnest tour of your lives? And play big Coppice. shows and fucking have a great time and we're all best friends? Or do you want to only do half of it and then fly over to Europe by yourselves? Uh, 
sounds like AFI. I love how they play this intro live. You can see Tom playing above the nut. Maybe that's how they get some of that sound. Oh, the ring, yeah. ring. Don't care what you do, I'm getting out. And nothing ever shines me. Don't want a thing from you. I'm going out. I don't care if you're angry. dubbed in uh, a different track right yeah and they do that a little bit in the documentary yeah there he is man spreading the fingers out but doing it himself I love that I'm over here playing air drums. <laughs> I love, I love how they do the bridge. This is such a, such a build-up, man. It reminds me of stuff off the singles album. We had heard rumors. So this track live, I think, is a great excuse for them to just go off and and yes. really re-energize the crowd. Um. I've never. It's funny that Jake mentions that. Uh, oh no, he didn't say. Uh, actually, I do have Jake uh, later. Um, I was gonna say. Oh, I never thought that they always play this the first few songs of a set, but that was a praise, that was a praise chorus. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say that this, uh, the vocals on this one, even the more recent shows, it's hit or miss with me. Um, the energy from the music part of this, they could do this into purely instrumental, and I would, I would absolutely love it. Uh, which is available yeah <laughs> the instrumental version of this track I, uh, all of bleed american is available yeah i yeah i couldn't um it's it's like hit or miss with with me with the vocals on this it's the opposite when i when i listen to the actual album track that one uh his vocals i mean obviously they tightened it up for for the recording for the record but yeah. uh, it's still it's still got um energy but you don't feel that live energy that you get from the live show so it's kind of like a mixed thing it's like i i could i could listen to them play this without the lyrics or the without the vocals live but it just it doesn't have the same um the same impact yeah i think it's the it's the ahahahas they just they always are right. out, for me they're out of key they sound out of key <laughs> it's like bending a note yeah and maybe that's just how maybe they that's how they normally sing it and the the record version is they're like we got to make this work because the way that you're that you want to sing this line in between these verses and the chorus is just not working right 
Um, do you, I did, I should have made a link to it. Uh, why don't you pull up like one of the later versions? I want to hear the second verse in a newer version. There was a time when Jim for a while ago, uh, in the second verse, uh, like he would do like a growl. It was so good. Um, and now Susie and I do it all the time. Um, and I don't know is if he's still doing it or not. <laughs> I and so I should have pulled a video when he does do it. What do you think? Uh, four years ago. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's try this one. This is a. Oh no! It was longer than that, but that I remember. But let's hear what the, let's he see. did so this here in is, the second verse. This is Lucky Denver Mint, a praise chorus, and then get it faster. I'm gonna guess that it's down around. Let me just jump around here. Let's see. Okay, so it's gonna be the second line of verse two here. Did a little stutter in there. That Bummer. cheating. Yeah. Oh, I should have made it. I should have written a link. Well, sorry. You're going to have to cut all of that out. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, That's a bummer. Uh, Yeah. He used to like growl that. Uh, and then Zach would like do like a drum thing with it. It was dope. <laughs> um, Let's talk about that guitar solo. Um, In the album doc uh, on Believe in What You Want DVD. Um, they do a whole documentary about the, uh, they do like a song by song breakdown of most of the uh, um, songs on the record. And they touch on uh, Get It Faster when they're talking about a different song. So if you go to 647 into the link I just sent. Um, I think this is definitely the first <laughs> record of ours that where like humor has been, had been introduced, like the element of humor was introduced to like, the songwriting, like the, the 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 bridge of you know, get it faster, it was like we played that in practice and we just start laughing because it's like this is <laughs> you know, so, so dirty. Funny. It's totally this dirty Hessian guitar riff, but it's like it was like you know, it's fun. It, it was more of like an element of fun for us. To do. What a Jimmy World song should be, <laughs> you know, is something that we always kind of um, one of the things that kind of keeps us going is is constantly uh, destroying that idea that it should be any one particular thing. Um, we did so that's drums. Zach and Jim uh, yeah. talking about uh, about get it faster specifically because they uh, Jim at one point before this is talking about like guitar solos like who would ever thought that I would have been playing a guitar solo in a song like that sounded so funny to me. Speaking of and, which, uh, I have uh, sessions at AOL. Um, yeah, link directly to that solo because I liked that one so much. Let's so hear this that is, uh, solo I think this from... is him kind of going off a little bit. Let's hear it. Here it is. (laughs) 
man, they always nail that stop yeah. too. It gets dead silent. It's so I mean, good. they've got to practice this. This has got to be like a nice warm up for them. Just getting into yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you get your fingers stretched out during that yeah. bridge and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was dope. Um what was I going to, was that? Oh, oh, oh uh, that Mark Trombino had programmed the electric parts in that. Um, any, uh, any of the programming on Bleed American for like weird sounding right. So he would have done stuff. that intro with all the different pieces. And it sounds like in the, in the very beginning, let me go back to it. You can kind of hear it underneath. See if you can hear it here. But there's, um, there's a repeating, it goes like. It's the same right, sound. Yeah, 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 it's like a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, back and there, forth, yeah. but I that could have easily had just been some some static or white noise in between them. You know, and he just cut these up, put them probably into like a, a bin or something and then just threw them all together and into this mix. Yeah. Like even that pink yep. pink pink pink. Like that could be up on yeah, the that head of the guitar. Yeah, that's playing up there. Totally. Yeah, so sick. Um he's a genius. Uh, an evil genius. Yes. And evil geniuses. Um, <laughs> so I looked at I looked at your notes. I kind of peeked at your notes. The um, oh in our discography, and you had mentioned that this track on the demo on the demo album of the of Bleed American, which I don't know if did you find a a release date for the demo of that album? Uh, like when they officially yeah, released the I, demos? What I was looking at it. It. Let me read this. So I I looked for Evil Number One as the track. Oh, right? yeah. And check this out. So there was nothing in English on this, but I came across a Hungarian Wikipedia page that apparently Google had translated to English and then indexed, which is mind-boggling, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But if you, sh- if you shoot down, let me translate. Uh, this Bleed American Wikipedia page had a specific section um, titled Copy Leaks to the Internet, an earlier recording of the album was released on the internet in January, February 2001, months before its release. The timing of the rec- recordings is unknown, but the numbers are quite different from the final version. The songs were probably re-recorded because it uh, it was around this time that he switched to Jimmy Eat World. So I think part of that is that it was a translation, but I couldn't find anything hmm. close to that on the English Wikipedia. Interesting. Yeah. So and it does have the third track, track three, um, titled "Evil Number One." Shorter intro called "Get It Faster" in the final version. So uh, that means that I have it in my iTunes library. I just sent you something from. Okay, so uh, real quick, uh, we should shout them out anyway. Um, uh, Discord community. Yes. I one day I was like, I wonder if there's a Discord community for Jimmy Eat World, and sure enough, there is. It seems to be uh, sort of Angela. Uh, who's a local here to LA, uh, seems to be the person that sort of oversees and runs the whole thing. But in there, somebody shared with me um, something that sort of complement what we already had, which was I gave you basically every Jimmy World demo and version and all that stuff that I had. Um, And in that, uh, I... Uh, so I just sent you a link to what they had as the demo version of right. Get It Faster. And then I was going to look at my stuff and see what I had for Get It Faster. Or if I had Evil Number 1, because I think I do. Do you want me to play this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and play okay, that. Here's this. This one's titled Get It Faster, track three. Yeah, I want to I wanna look for my version of Evil Number 1 and see if it's the same. Because I was able to find a... a an online version too. Oh yeah, this is this is way. Oh, different. okay. 
talking about. Yeah. Um, so this one's labeled Get It Faster. Um, are you looking for the one that's titled Evil Number One? I found it in my iTunes library, but I don't think I have a way of sending it to you okay. really quickly. So I was able to find, I searched for Jimmy Eat World Evil Number One. I think it was demo, I want to say. But so this website, which was thedevilsdo.us, had... Sounds legit. Right, it, it's, um, it's like buried deep in this music, all music, um, DW 80 gigabyte, which is probably the digital Western is probably their, you know, um, their external drive rock for Jimmy eat world, J I M M I E eat world. So whatever this is, somebody, <laughs> this is super yeah, somebody uploaded their entire, a disc, you know, whatever they had that their file set up. Um, so this one is, this was uploaded in 2004. Um, and this specific track is titled Jimmy Eat World Bleed American 3 Evil Number 1. This Let me see if this sounds like the one you sent to me. Yeah. So this, All right, that sounds like yeah, that. this is the same. Now one. let me play the, my evil number one in my library. Let me. Uh, you won't hear it, but I will. Give me a second. Okay. It's the same. It is. All right. Now there's also a, t- a track titled Get It Faster on here. So this whole entire list has um, tracks 2, 3... Five, seven, seven, eight, nine, and ten. So there's duplicates. If you don't, don't. There's middle crooked is on here, um, which is one I haven't heard. I should listen to that. But they also have one titled "Get It Faster." That's outside of that block. Let me play that one. Yeah. So it sounds like this is the. This final sounds like the one from yeah, the record. That's the final. Yeah. That's the the actual one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I assume that I got evil number one from Caitlin. Uh, from yeah. jimmyworldonline.com yeah. or whatever it was back in the day. Um, but yeah, man, I thought, oh, uh, the the proof though that it was called Evil Number One is in the Believe in What You Want DVD uh, when you see like the sheet of when they were recording the album. Evil Number One is a song on that list. So it's- There it is, the definitive proof. Me? It it was originally called Evil Number One. What that means, uh, I don't know. Evil Number One is 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 the is the evil number one like the the first deadly sin or something? Uh, cheating, adultery. Is that what it is? Oh. What is the seven deadly sins? What's the first deadly sin? I'm gonna look it up now. Seven deadly yeah, sins. Let's see. let's see. The first one is da 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 da. Let's just see. It is lust. L- lust, not adultery, because adultery is its own thing, mm. right? Well, it says historical and modern definitions used in associations. Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. I would say lust is probably um, coveting thy neighbor's wife. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right? so, so it's, uh, um, yeah. Maybe that was, and they do have a religious background. I was listening to Zach and Holly on Washed Up Emo talking about the wretched desert and talking about meeting each other in the church. So again, Going back, this this band is deeply rooted in the church community. Knowing the seven deadly sins wouldn't be that far off. If you wanted to be subversive about your song um, that's about cheating, you could call it evil number one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's probably the most likely um, reasoning behind that. That's brilliant. I think we've cracked the code. Yeah, Zach, if you're listening, 484 JE I thought it was just I thought it was just a working title and they then they thought because this is a this is a pretty sick song that we're just gonna make it our uh, evil number one. That's gonna be the working title until they got it tracked. 
Right. Uh, but that's e- that's way better. Is evil number one? Sure. The the yeah. the, the number one evil. Numero. Yeah. Now, um, you- I also was searching for evil number one, and an angel fire page came up. Oh my God! Does it have a GIF of flames? No, but it has oh, a win, dancing baby a win amp playlist. Oh, and at the top so of this, sick. it says 429 tracks in playlist. Average track length four minutes fifty seconds. Uh, estimated playlist length thirty four hours thirty nine minutes forty four seconds. Right click to save it as an HTML file, and it, it just lists out the the Winamp files. This has got to be something that was exported from Winamp, right? I loved Winamp <sighs> so much. Which skin, skin did you have? This is what. This is what. <laughs> this is how you listen to music. And this is how you, like, well, I don't know. In my mind, before iTunes was a thing, especially iTunes on Windows, we were all on Windows land. And you could play things in Real Player or Windows Media Player Gross. or whatever the hell. Or you could download Winamp. And it was so sick. You could get skins oh, man, for skins. it. But I think I just rocked the OG skin and then I'd have the EQ up so you could see it bouncing like all the different stuff. Oh man, Winamp! What a time to be alive! I know. Yeah, the the Winamp, the normal one, had sort of a uh, it was the blocky look with gray and yellow. It was green and gray and black, yes. right? And then yeah. I I remember upgrading when we went to when we went from Windows Me up to Vista, and I never had Me. Wow. Yeah, it was it was I was an XP kid. Ninety eight. Yeah, so we were three one ninety five ninety eight, and then XP, and then I jumped to Mac. Oh. Yeah, well, we had um, Windows Vista, which I think we had, I had downloaded, it was Project, something like Project Longhorn, or Project um, something Horn, and it was before they had named it Vista, and that's the skin oh. that I used, because it was it was the glossy buttons when, uh, it was around oh, the same time. Oh, it was all bubbly? Yeah, it was the same time that uh, Mac was doing it. Oh, man, Winamp. Yeah. That'd be great. Is there a great Winamp, like, uh... Uh, what do you call it? Um, simulator emulator? online, like yeah, emulator. Yeah, I think you can still download it. It um, it's as of twenty twenty eighteen. There's Winamp in your browser. Oh, yeah. this is so so cool. <laughs> so kids, if you want to take a look at what uh, what it looked like to, to bounce through <laughs> tracks, it just looks it looks like a, a DOS interface almost. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh man, Winamp. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, um, it, so somebody else had it get it faster in a playlist. Yeah, and that uh, of that that um, huge that was available to download. Yeah, and it's crazy because like now you would share an XML file, but you would share an HTML playlist and say like, "Here's all my songs in the order," and then hope that the person on their end has all the songs in the same exact place that your HTML file right. says that they are. I mean, I could send you this list from the uh, from Winamp, but I think you would go crazy with how uh, inconsistent their file naming is double dashes missing spaces lower cases here and there like you would probably <laughs> well i guess spend an hour fixing yeah, it all right well it depends like um it depends on what i don't really care what the tracks the the source file yeah. name is yeah. as long as the metadata and the right. what are they called the m3 or the the, uh, the m3 tag m, id3 yeah, tag yeah m3 yeah uh, as long as the tags are all correct, then I'm good. I don't care what the yeah. source file is named. <laughs> um, would you like to know where Jake T. O'Donnell ranked Get It Faster in his list of the top 100 Jimmy Heat World songs? I would love to, and I would love to hear his what he has to say. He ranked Get It Faster as number 68. The 
angriest of all the Bleed American songs was a pretend of what was to come on Futures and the type of searing, blistering venom that was shown up sporadically through the rest of their records. After so many pop rock songs that come and go on Bleed American, there's suddenly this brooding space alien creeper, the opening of which should have soundtracked Spock and Kirk landing on a desert planet. Then Jim starts singing about cheating, getting it faster, not caring if his subject is angry and wanting to do right, but finding out that cheating gets it faster amid pissed off guitars and drum crashes. But what's the best part of the song? No doubt that it's the call and response guitar breakdown, one that has always that is always so fun to hear Jim and Tom recreate live uh, back when they used to play it regularly. And man, do I wish they would go back to playing it. Anyway, cheating gets it faster. So this guy is saying that they do go back and forth, but you looked at the videos and they don't go back and forth. Jim is playing it. Yeah, and they both, uh, at one point, uh, they're both playing the same notes, uh, but then Jim will move up on the neck and just play the higher uh-huh. the higher um, octave. I see, yeah. And then I was so confused. I was like, wait, Jimmy World's not playing this song anymore? Um, and sure enough, the last time, oh no, it says most recently played was November 4th, 2019, but I guess maybe they took a break from it for a while. I'm trying to see when, so when this article was written, was probably before that tour. Let's see. This was written October second, two thousand nineteen. They were playing it. Who, who is it that that wrote these? Jake T. O'Donnell. So Jake T. O'Donnell. Um, I wish they would put this into a small coffee table book with above. above <laughs> it is. Each, it's gorgeous. It, it, it I sounds love his great. Formatting and everything. I mean, I know that it's yeah. the, the the idea is that it's accessible anywhere. It's online, you know, but. If they had a picture of them playing a live show or something above each one of these little, um, yeah, these little uh, um, reviews that he has, they're so well written. I could easily, you know, just thumb through that thing or have it on the coffee table for somebody else to read. Yeah, yeah he's a good writer. Okay, let's see what what you got for me. There it is. <laughs> oh, oh, what I just sent was there the it article itself, so you could maybe bookmark it or whatever. Gotcha. Um, I do have a couple things like other writers that have written about uh, things. And f- do you want the good one or the bad one? Uh, let's start with the bad. Okay. This is Steven Rowland of pop matters. I, this has to be a joke. It's so bad. Um, and then there was, he, so I think he's doing like a retrospective of, I, I'm so mad at this dude. I don't even care getting context, but he's talking about, all of Jimmy Eat World's music or something. Um, he says, and then there was Bleed American, inexplicably going self-titled after the attacks of September 11, 2001. Okay, sorry. Inexplicably? It's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. Like, So then I'm like, is this is this like a Hard Times article? Like, uh, I don't know what Pop Matters is. Is it a comedy website? Like, I don't know. Anyway, that's where, that's just the beginning of the bad. Um, after one listen, I was in full-on contempt mode. A pop record? A fucking pop record? Not just a pop record, but one with treacly ballads like Hear You Me and My Sundown, so ready for dishonest, touching moments on WB programs on the last dance at prom. Let's not forget embarrassing misfires. This is where Get It Faster comes inside. Uh, and let's not forget embarrassing misfires like Get It Faster, which set eyeballs rolling with its pseudo metal interludes and add to that the confusing phenomenon anyway so that's that's how he that's what he says about get it faster but i'm like is this guy joking like like it's so, gone so far the other direction i don't that know it's, is he just too punk like <laughs> like he's saying it in jest um yeah i don't know man just sounds like he's sour yeah is he like one of those people that thinks jimmy world sold out or some bullshit 
Maybe, yeah, and it's just he's been he's been uh, miffed and has some kind of beef with um, I don't know. It just sounds it sounds like a, some some jilted some jilted uh, girlfriend or boyfriend that's just like man, yeah. I don't I don't like them. Uh, and their Stephen Rowland needs to fucking yeah. drink a beer. Or yeah, something. take a chill pill, man. He's probably sober and he's probably mad at me for saying <laughs> that. Um, so then there's Bob Weir of the Phoenix New Times. Good, is this uh, the positive he one? Writes. This is good, yeah. Arguably, it's the highlight of the Jimmy World canon, as well as the bleed track whose construction seems to most bear the fingerprints of guitarist Tom Linton. Throughout the band's recent rise, Linton has suffered as the odd man out. I think this is an old article from when the record came out. Um, His vocal contributions, in fact, he was once the group's lead singer, have become marginalized, and understandably so. Dreamworks didn't want to split the audience's focus between dueling front men with this in with this initial effort. But as Get It Faster amply proves, Linton remains the band's ace card. He, his ability to su- uh, suffuse the material with an army of plagiant, plangent guitars, swooning b- lead breaks, supple sonic touches, and a general effort serving as point man in Atkins' oral assaults is invaluable. Man, writers, right? I know, man. <laughs> um, I have my thesaurus in my hip. I, yeah, I, I mean... I, I'm a little confused. Who who the hell was playing this part? Like, <laughs> right, right. Because I don't know where where you would see one playing it over the other. It's just whenever I've seen them play it live, maybe you need like a locked off performance yeah. where like just just the one camera on each of their necks, right? And I don't want to say that that that's how they always do it. Maybe they have had instances where him where Jim and Tom go back and forth and kind of do the little. Um, you know, dueling, dueling uh, guitars with this. They could certainly do yeah. that. I'm sure they do other things. Well, ex- on the record, it sounds more like, um, like power chords to the higher notes. Like it's like, yeah. And that was another like, thing that I found chords. was difficult because it not only was it a power chord, but it was like a muted power chord. Cause you had to, you had to stop it after right. you played it. And I thought how that's so difficult to go from a palm muted, um, you know, open, D chord and then you know stop it and then lift your hand off and then play that high note and it's like do do key do 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 key key it's <laughs> you know you, you can do maybe one but maybe right. that maybe it is them maybe it is them too but uh they make it look like they're both doing it the same thing um live i don't know yeah it's hard to see it's bizarre yeah um let's see should we do you got what else you got um I didn't really have much else to say for for this track. Is that uh, for the most part, people Did like you go to the community for anything? Yeah, let's see what I got. Um, there was something from creating the best possible Jew album, and I think what I had, I looked at all these, and and there were fourteen submissions of their perfect track list, which is interesting. There's a lot of futures. Bleed American, ooh, disintegration. Doctor Duct Tape Hands starting off. Um, yeah, with an, that's how he started the yeah, record. Disintegration. Oh, but I found that uh, Get It Faster showed up um, four out of fourteen times. So on on, uh, you know, that's what like thirty percent. So let's just say you you bring that out. But it's it's a pretty well liked track. Um, there's other ones that I think people would would put in its place, and clearly it's it's only getting four placements out of fourteen, but. It's uh, it got onto those lists. It's in there more right. than other songs. Like, sure, yeah. Let me see if the uh, the middle. So, see, I don't see the middle showing up once. <laughs> so there you go, man. It's like one of those things where like people just like it, it, they get it. Like the middle, of course, it's there. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, another question was from five months ago from Burn Echo. Uh, what Jimmy Eat World song did you not like at first, but eventually grew on you? Good question, right? Um, yeah. And then on Bremse on a licked says, get it faster and drugs are me. Drugs are me, I agree. It, it did have a little, um, that intro, that doo-doo, kind of, yeah. I don't know, it, that rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, but Burn Echo <laughs> replies to this one and says, I like get it faster, but the minute long intro kind of irks me. I always skip past the intro when I can. Oh, funny. Yeah. Right. I and mean, then, I guess you mentioned it, but. And then help me out with this. So this was Pebble Swift's worst of the worst survivor round two. Yeah. Okay. Very confused about this. Right. So this one says the album tracks in Caveman, 122395, and where it get it faster, half heart, you know, et cetera. So I click to look at the vote. And is this where you're confused too? The title of it, okay, I've already responded, but it says, Worst of the Worst Survivor Round 2, vote for your favorite track, right? Oh, yeah. So I guess it's that they are voting to see which is the worst of the worst. So because in the best of the best, you're voting for your least favorite. So you end up with the best one. Gotcha. In worst of the worst, you would do the opposite. You would vote for your favorite track. So that way the worst song rises to the top. Um, so then in round two, if Get It Faster has the highest percentage, that means that one's going to go on to, um, is that when that one got knocked out then? That gets knocked yeah. out. So it's the second gotcha. yeah, so that's favorite the be- yeah. of the least favorite gotcha, songs. Yeah. Now that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that is confusing. It was because I thought Man, that's maybe, why he I don't run those things. maybe he duplicated the, um, the survey and then left in favorite, but that makes way more sense. Is that, yeah, favorite track because you've got to leave... Um, we're trying to find the worst, which ended up being Caveman. Right? Am I am I correct? Uh, yeah. Of the worst, the, the worst, worst song of the, of the worst. worst. Yeah. Can't wait to do that one. Yeah. <laughs> Caveman. Um. So I got a couple here. Hit me. Um. On Reddit, user McColty Five, Mister Colty Five, um, is responding to uh, someone posting, "My sundown is severely underrated, and we need to chat about it." Um. Uh, some conversations were had and uh, M- Mr. Colty five comes in and says, get it faster is my least favorite Jimmy world song ever, or at least one of them. I was never a huge fan of the direction it takes coming off of. If you don't, don't, this is the only track I skip often. So it kind of goes back to people not liking that intro, yeah. I guess. Um, and then this, I thought was kind of fun. Um, this is from uh, user heart lightning. Uh, 10 months ago, a funny Jimmy World related incident. Once I was out drinking with a bunch of people I had recently met, one girl sitting next to me took a pen and wrote, cheating gets it faster on her arm. Seeing that, I took the pen and wrote, Jew? Question mark next to it. She gave me a horrified look. <laughs> that misunderstanding was later sorted out. <laughs> I, would, I would hope so, man. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, man. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Now, uh, in terms of covers and alternate versions, there are so many. I figure. Uh, And I made a lot of notes. There's a lot of we have not come across any fan made music videos. Right. Not many. Right. No, not directly. for. uh, We came across a a music video that was made with a Jimmy World track, but it wasn't I don't believe it was for Jimmy World. 
Oh, correct. Yeah, none of these are made for Jimmy Eat World. So we have come across some fan-made these videos then. Because I've got a Smallville comp, a Call of Duty or Halo, one of those two games comp, a very produced and stretched fan-made music video, a strange band documentary where they use the song as their background, and then a really bad student film <laughs> that that's like a music video that uses it. Um, and then somebody made a lyric video for it. Um do you want to see any of those? Well, how about what do you? What are your notes on this bad student video? If we get them a little bit better from that uh, point, mostly that is just a bad student music video. So I'll send you a link to it right now. Okay. Um, let's see. Whoa, what is this? <laughs> I just opened one of the links and I was like, oh, is this um, is this uh, like Twin Peaks? <laughs> okay, so get it faster, Jimmy Eat World A two Media music video posted by. Tesco Value Cheddar. That's weird. <laughs> Tesco Value Cheddar. Uh, I I mean, you tell me. Is that what it says? Or <laughs> All right, let's see. I feel like it's a lot of him standing alone in this warehouse. Have to watch the whole thing. I can post all these to the socials. Yeah, but, I would say the um, same thing. Tesco value cheddar. Yep. <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> what it says. So uh yeah, of all of those, I mean, and this playlist will go live at the end of the week, so or when the episode goes live, so people can watch some of these. Um, then there is a link to how to play the bridge. Um, and uh, which I thought is interesting. I don't think we've done a how-to no. video. Um, so this is Zoss of our 20. What? <laughs> Let's see. Zos, Z-O's of our 20. So uh, this is a request for, uh, yeah, Zoso 420. Get it faster for Jimmy World. Zoso. Uh, it's not too difficult. I'm going to start out standard tuning. It's not too difficult. And then, uh, All right. drop down to a D on your E string. <laughs> Got a and, good guitar uh, sound. Here we go. Yeah, I like that tone. So you want to start out on the fifth fret. You go. <laughs> this guy's already better than me. That third one, the G. Yeah. I love that little stutter too. Let's go to the end. Does he play at full speed? Let's see. Oh, it's oh yeah, Man, he's getting into it. With the backing track, sick. Man, he's gonna let it ring. Very nice, so, so 420. Nice, well, dude. it is actually not that difficult. 
No, it makes it look good. Thank you, Zoso. Um, so obviously, I'm always gonna play passkey piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's if it hear, exists, let's actually go to the. Uh, let's go. Let's see if we can find that uh, guitar solo. How does it sound in there? Okay. All right. So um, that's gonna be about two thirds. Oh, you know what? I think I can find it visually. Let's hear it. Here we go. <gasps> That's a little off. <laughs> it's way off. It's like when you sit down at a piano and you're like, yeah, hopefully I just figure it out. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, Pasky Piano. How does this have a, a thumbs up? <laughs> yeah. This is definitely two people playing the piano at the same time and not knowing what the other person is playing. Yeah. I'm going to play notes and you play notes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, bizarre. Mm-hmm. That did sound weird, right? Yeah. I'm trying to see before I get into covers. I found a BMX, two VMX videos that use this. Um, somebody like took video of their summer camp adventures to set it to this video. Uh, no, let's look at a couple of these YouTube covers, and then I have a couple from elsewhere. All right. Um, I got te- uh, uh Let's see. Oh. <sighs> okay. I've got teens in their room where the girl singer is really good, or I've got teens in their room where one of them says a slur, but the singer's really good. Mm. And what sucks is the guitar player teen is the one that calls him, I think he calls him like a hard R word, but the kid who's singing who's called the hard R word sings really well. And then I'm like, Oh man, I hope like he, cause it's a really old video. I hope he like has, uh, has become successful in whatever endeavors he <laughs> wants to pursue. Well, then <laughs> let's, uh, F that kid playing yeah, guitar. F that kid. Um, uh, but let's, let's go ahead and praise his skills. Go ahead and hit me with that one. Oh, okay. So, do you uh, want to jump F forward this kid with his slur? Um, yeah, skip forward, like, maybe 20 seconds. All right, let's do that. That'd be the nice happy meeting. Hi, we're- All right, this is Enforced by Aircraft. Oh, dude, I love this shirt, man. It's got Super Mario World. I don't care what you do. I'm getting out. So yeah, yeah, I love the kid, and I think the kid who's singing is the one that uploaded it. Yes. And I don't remember why I have that theory, but I, well, I think I this do. is why I don't own this song. I guess YouTube gets really pissed off if you don't say that. I know Riley guitar messed the solo up, but no rude comments, please. Oh, oh, well, you know what? Rude comments to Riley because that kid sucks. Let's hear him botch the solo. Yeah. Where are we? Here we go. <laughs> He must have learned from you know what piano. he probably looked he he watched the passkey <laughs> piano version. <laughs> Got a little bit of a mid mid eastern vibe to it. 
<laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> he looked at Riley. It's like, you f- fucked that up, man. Yeah, Riley sucks. Um, <laughs> so I went to SoundCloud, and right. I was very excited to find a Nightcore version. Oh, I couldn't find anything on SoundCloud. Oh, dude. It takes, it, it takes digging. It sucks. Oh. Um, but a Nightcore version. All right. And I was very excited because you may not hate the intro if it's not that long. All right. Well, here we go. It's going to be at least half that, right? <laughs> yep. Resonant Storm wasn't the one that did the Nightcore before, right? I don't think so. Uh, who, who, could, who could know? <laughs> the fans that remember these things. Oh, I think you're going to love I this like next one. I like the beat, one. man. Yeah, me too. It's great. Like, how much weed do you think Mark Trombino was smoking when he did this? <laughs> is it weird that I think this sounds longer? <laughs> it is weird. You've gone through the portal out the backside. Did they double the length? I think so, dude, because the normal intro's 50-something seconds, and this is 52. This is so good. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so good. Should we hear the solo real quick, really fast? Yeah, sure. Oh, it sounds like Bon Jovi. It's my life. <laughs> that is good. This is probably the first uh, Nightcore to sort of turn me on to this. All right. You know, the other Nightcore was okay. Yeah, no, this this rules. This is good Nightcore. <laughs> Good on you, Resonant Storm. So I'm not even going to tell you what this next one is. I remember being so over the moon excited. So why don't you hit play? All right, here we go. This is S-O-U Dulcet. Oh, sick. <laughs> no way. Is this totally yeah, acapella? Yes. This is my jam. <laughs> Making it their own. Where is SOU? Right now. <laughs> South Oregon University. There it is. I'm getting out. Shames me. Don't want a thing from you. I'm going out. I don't care if you're angry. I, I mean, you kind of miss out on the. You kind of miss out on. Doesn't sound evil. Yeah, it doesn't. So we're gonna jump toward the solo. I don't care if you're angry. I should have. Man, he sounded really angry. Not getting an answer. 
the cheating gets it faster. Don't know, don't know, no, don't know, don't know, no, don't know, 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 don't Did you listen to this whole thing? No, I'm so glad. That was so good. That was really good. I, you know, it, it just, uh, I love when they mix in the new stuff. Uh, yeah, what do we know about SOU? What's that? What do we know about SOU? Um, what is in Southern Oregon University? Let's see. Oh, okay, that's where it is, Southern yeah. Oregon. Okay. Um, I don't even remember this one that I sent you, but I said terrible bridge solo. All right. So... Let's check out the bridge. Is this Riley? Did he make a SoundCloud account? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Oh. This is karaoke carpool. Do you want me to jump forward to where it starts singing? I, I guess. I don't know. I said terrible bridge solo. Did I? All right, here it comes. This must be like a straight cover then. I still don't hear it. Well. You just jumped to the bridge, maybe? Yeah. Maybe I didn't think it was very special, except for how bad the bridge was. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is Riley. <laughs> is this like the Yardbirds? What do people Jimmy? hear? Is there like a colorblind version of like music? That's like tone deaf, right? Yes, that would be the colorblind version. <laughs> Man, you're <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it would be tone deaf. That's that's exactly what this sounds like. Because they have rhythm, they're just hitting none of the yeah, notes. It's like, hey, let's fight, man. It kind of sounds like. <laughs> Like some uh, some uh, um, what is that platform level or platform gaming um, music, you know, <laughs> something from like Rygar or Bionic Commando. <laughs> it was just a royalty free version yeah. of oh Sugar Pill. So yeah, we we'd played Sugar Pill before, right? Yeah, um, he was the is one Sugar that Pill, did. Um, he's that kid that plays in his room. Yes. He I think he has like a Patreon and stuff now. Yeah, he has a he band. He plays like. I've watched his uh, propaganda videos, and what's great is he's playing propaganda with a Tom DeLonge signature Gibson, and I'm like, this kid rules like all around because yeah. he his covers sound so good. So yeah, he also was anyway, the one I that did recently did that. Um, was it the Jimmy World surviving in the style? Oh, is he the one that did in the style of Bleed American? Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, sick. All right, let's hear what this sounds okay, like. Here we go. Should we just jump to the bridge? Should, is yeah. that how we should judge people? Because sure. I don't think he sings. Okay, here we go. I'll jump there. Is this that Eurythmic song? Sounds like it. The way that he plays that the first um, broken chord. Yeah. You know what? Play, um... I'm gonna pull up a video for you to play. I think this is it. Mm-hmm. Was it the? Is it? There's another version of Sweet Dreams. I know that there's um, the Marilyn the Manson, Marilyn Manson version. version. There's also yeah, that's the the darker one though. Yeah, yeah. Play this AFI song. This is what everybody, even when Jimmy World plays it live, it reminds me of this AFI song. 
This is the song like when you would be at a party in the West Valley growing (laughs) up and you saw an acoustic guitar. This is what like all of the bros would sing. This was like bro him for AFI fans. (laughs) All right, let's see. Oh, yeah. That's like what everyone's playing, right? <laughs> yeah. Let me go back to Sugar Pills real quick. Different key, but yeah. Yeah. Hold on. It's playing. <laughs> what am I think? What am I playing? Oh yeah, what is that? That's like a metal song. I don't know metal. Oh, that's <laughs> I know what I'm playing. What is I'm playing the intro to Crazy Train. That's it. Oh, is that Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, it's this. I don't know. That's it. This is my dad's ringtone for the longest time. There it is. Thank you, Sugar Pill. I definitely feel like, and we'll get into it more, but Jim has talked about like loving this type of stuff. Yeah. And like <laughs> playing along to it in his bedroom. With uh, with like metal? Growing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy, um, him and uh, him and Rivers, man. Rivers yeah. is a metal nut. That's right. All right, let's see. This one is. I didn't, I wrote no notes down, so I don't remember. All right, Victini 2K11. Let's see. This is another metal song. <laughs> yeah. Let me go forward to where I believe. bad for laughing i think it was just some extra notes i didn't there. record anything and upload it so good for them man. yeah right That's i should Vic, yeah teeny 2k11 it sounded oh, yeah. like they were the right notes there were just a couple of extra ones in there that's all <laughs> look man he's given us a deal we get more <laughs> notes for the price of just enough yeah um so only two more this one i wrote lo-fi indie cover Ooh. So I'm interested in what I meant by that. My old man, The E's, performing Jimmy World's Get It Faster. Love that fret buzz. All right, let's zoom forward here. I really planned that whole intro. Yeah. Second guitar. Yeah, 
It sounds like a bunch of teens having the time of their mm-hmm. lives. Best summer ever. <laughs> um, this is the last one I've got. Let me see if I copied it. Mm, yep. It's Arena Anari. Ah, and yeah. it is, Arena I wrote solo acapella, solo acapella vocal cover. And I think right. there's no backing music, if I remember correctly. It's just, this is the equivalent of like, video blogger like vloggers that look dead into the camera it's oh, too yeah. intimate Your for me favorite it's right. too intimate for me i don't care oh yeah my do. gosh i'm getting out nothing ever shames me this is like asmr man yeah from you i'm going out i don't care if you're angry i'm getting out no is nothing ever shames me i think so yeah yeah, because she's got it. This is a minute and 23 seconds. I'm going out. I don't care if you're angry. I should have thought things through. This has got to be like the, uh, the uh, going into the solo. An I want to do right by you. I'm finding out. Cheating gets it faster. Uh, did you want me to play it? Like the if end? I keep the beat, she comes in like at the right time. Yeah, right. You could tap it, so she must be listening to it. As a, yeah. I mean, it's a cool photo. It's got her um, lit through horizontal blinds. Right. That's always a cool look. It uh-huh. Makes me think of, um, I don't know, just a, a new album art these days. They t- get that photo. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> She's haunting she me, man. <laughs> That was it just playing on my Yeah, head. I figured. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm, There's a big gap in the middle, unfortunately. That's probably where the guitar solo is. Yeah. I am glad that you found these these offbeat ones and not just the straight up, you know, straight up covers. Yeah. Or, there, was no, there was no ukulele covers, though, huh? I didn't see any. Let me put in. I just got to check it. Get it faster. Ukulele. I got our, our boy um, 365 songs, oh, right? Oh, Ukulele. Ukulele cover. Let's see. Come on, how to play the ukulele really fast. Get it faster. No, no, no. I want Jimmy World. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> the middle, no. Get it faster. Nah, there's just an acoustic cover. Mm-mm. Of course there yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, Justin, after all is said and done, what do you think of the song Get It Faster? You know, aside from the little draggy intro, I know it's got to be there, um, but this song, both uh, on the track and live, uh, delivers. It's got, you know, like they said, they were having fun with it. They brought comedy into the album. Um, it's it's got uh, it's got that lift toward the end of this album that you kind of need to get you through it. Even though Bleed American, in and of itself, is a very hard album in my in my opinion. But uh, rock and hard. Yeah, you mean. yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a fan of this song. Uh, I didn't realize how often he says "getting out, going out." Um, holding out, finding out, you know, but uh, it, it's an it's an angsty song about a guy who has uh, tried to do right by his lady and uh, is tired of it. What do you think, David? Sick of it. Uh, this is one of those songs that I did not know by the name, um, but I feel like I've heard people talking about it. Like, I think Greg from the, This Might Be a Podcast um, was saying that this is like the greatest Jimmy World guitar part uh, ever. And I was like, I don't know what that song is. Um, obviously, I'm very well versed in the song. I was very familiar with it. It's just one of those things. I just couldn't think of what the song was. Um, 
but I made a playlist of every version I had in my iTunes library, um, and I would listen to it, and the intro never bothered me once, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I love this song. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, All right. Well, if there's nothing yeah, else man. that you have to say. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess uh, we should just remind everyone to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs>